This is Stephen Adams. And this is Cameron Durant. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Cameron Durant. <laughs> you Cameron Durant, mate. <laughs> Good to see you, mate. Different complexion. Okay, let's go here. <laughs> so, this is Stephen Adams. And this is Anas Cantor. You're listening to the Down to Earth... Down to Dunk podcast. What? Down to, down to Dunk. Down to Dunk. I'll down say that. Dunk. Introduce yourself, mate. Here's Stephen Adams, and I'm Anas Cantor, and you're listening to Down to Dunk podcast. Stay tuned. Welcome to Down to Dunk. This is your host, Andrew Schlecht. We are a part of DailyThunder.com, also Almighty Baller Radio. You can listen to us on Dash Radio on Saturday afternoons. I just want to take just a quick second to thank everybody that came to our draft party, participated in the draft challenge. It was our best event so far, and I really appreciate you guys showing up. And it was super fun. I don't think that we got the guy that we wanted in the draft. Uh, Part of that is that I I didn't really talk up Terrence Ferguson all that much, and I'm not sure that there's a lot to talk up, uh, mostly because we didn't get to see a lot of him. We didn't see Terrence Ferguson play a whole lot uh, in Australia, and the footage is... I I don't know what to do with the footage or the stats, to be honest. Uh, At this point, you kind of have to put your trust in Sam Presti that he knows what he's doing, and he does. He's got a great track record. Uh, as far as picking guys in the 20s. I know Mitch McGarry was picked there, but there's also been some other good guys in the 20s. Uh, Reggie Jackson, Serge Ibaka, guys like that, who were also super raw, but came in and are really good NBA players. So um, we'll talk a little bit more about him. Jonathan Charks is going to come on the show today. I've also attached the live pod at the end of this. I think it's only about 15 minutes long, but it gives you... The analysis isn't great. I'm just going to go th- throw that out there. Uh, it was inst- it was basically an instant reaction. So I wanted to kind of get capture an instant reaction of the Terrence Ferguson pick uh, for the podcast. It's super fun to kind of listen to. The crowd was fantastic. You guys were great. I appreciate all of you. We had two guys that just destroyed their mock drafts in our NBA Draft Challenge. Ben and Chad, congratulations. They both got $100 to Chicken Express. Huge thanks to Chicken Express as well. Man, they provided a ton of food for everybody and also provided the the prize package. Um, we, we did a game of rock, paper, scissors for the Anchor Down gift, gift certificate, which was pretty fun. Um, and is great. And we also gave away uh, Oklahoma t-shirt stuff. So uh, the interview with Jonathan Charks is coming up. Before we do that, I want to thank our sponsors for this show, Anthem Brewing Company. You guys were so great. So Anthem Brewing, if you haven't been to their tap room, we got a lot of you guys out there last night, which is great. Uh, it's, it's a really cool tap room. They have stuff going on all weekend. So you can go Friday night. You can go Saturday night. Um, and check them out. They've got great beer. The Arjuna is a really good choice. It's a great summer beer. They also have their bourbon and brandy barrel beer. It's aged in a barrel, and it's always really good, high-quality stuff. So you should check out Anthem Brewing Company, also Oklahoma T-Shirt Company. A few of you guys got some shirts last night that we gave away, really high-quality shirts. They have their T-Shirt of the Month Club. It's $10 plus some fees. You can get a really cool shirt, Oklahoma-themed, something that you'd want to wear anyways, and it's just delivered right to your doorstep um, every month. So 
uh, it's a great way to support a local business, and it's also a great way to look good all the time. So uh, please support Anthem Brewing, an Oklahoma t-shirt company. Carson Cunningham was supposed to come on the show. Uh, the draft went a little bit longer than we thought, uh, but Carson's going to come on on Monday, and we are going to get his reaction on the Terrence Ferguson pick and then talk about the summer. So enjoy the interview with Jonathan Sharks, and we'll talk to you all on Monday. I'd like to welcome Jonathan Sharks from The Ringer on Down to Dunk. Jonathan, how's it going, man? It's good, man. How you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, pretty great. Maybe not as great as I thought I would be today because I, I didn't think OG Ananobi would be available. I know that's your guy, uh, and I really grew to love him through the draft process too. Uh, but whenever the Thunder took Terrence Ferguson instead of him, I was pretty disappointed. Uh, but let's talk about Terrence Ferguson. Uh, what let's just start with what what can Terrence Ferguson do? Like what what translates to the NBA for Ferguson? I mean, I think the biggest thing with him is just the eye test. He just looks like an NBA player. He's big and athletic, six six shooting guard, and his jump shot looks really good coming out of his hand. Like that's a guy you can dream on for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, what what do you do? You take anything from his? experience or like the stats like what do you what do you take from him from him being on australia for a year because i look at the stats and i'm like i don't know what to do with any of this yeah not much i mean obviously a he's an 18 year old playing overseas for, the, for living overseas and australia's not a good jump as some of those european countries but he's still a pro and he was playing on one of the best teams in australia and he's in this really small role probably his first time in his life coming off the bench and not getting the ball very much I mean, honestly, I'm not sure why teams sign these guys if they're a foreign team for one year. It seems kind of pointless, really. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it is It is kind of a weird move because you know they're not sticking around. You know they have no intent of – I mean, maybe they think they can get some people in seats or something, but it is kind of a strange move. I, I don't I, – I wanted OG Ananobi. I think you were kind of an influence on me in that, too. I've had some other people I talked to. Um, were you surprised that OG fell as far as he did? Um, I don't know. I mean, it's tough with the knee. It's hard to say. I don't know if it's medical. I'm not a doctor. Yeah. So not knowing that, it's hard to know what was going on with me. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, okay. So let's talk about, we talked about what Ferguson can do. He's an athlete. He looks like an NBA player. He can shoot the basketball. Uh, what can't he do at this point? It's just really hard to say. Cause like, I don't watch these guys at school. I mean, like I go to the Donald's interview usually and mm-hmm. there's only so much you can take from that. See, here's the origin with Terrence Ferguson. Okay, so he's sitting around, and he goes to Arizona last year. Arizona was absolutely stacked with guys. Mm-hmm. And so they had two other five-star wings, Raleigh Elk and Kobe Simmons. They both went there, and both those guys saw their draft spot plummet because Arizona was A, stacked, B, had no real offense, didn't have a point guard, and Kobe didn't even go drafted. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, if Terrence goes to Arizona this year, He's probably playing 20 minutes a night in a similar kind of role, putting up like seven points a game in the Pac-12. He's not going to be a first-round pick with those kind of production. So in a lot of ways, he pretty much he got a first-round pick. That was a great move financially on his part to go overseas. Can he actually play? I really don't know. I don't think many people do. Yeah. So I hear the, the Gerald Green comp with him as kind of like a floor or a likely outcome. Do you see that? And if not, do you see any other comps for him? I mean, I can see it, but let's keep in mind, Joe Green is a generational athlete, yeah. and he's an elite shooter. Like, 
that would worry me, that comp, because I can see it, like, from what I saw in Australia, he didn't play with much basketball IQ. It's just not, not a knock on an 18-year-old playing overseas. But Gerald Green, if you're going to be Gerald Green, you better be one of the best dunkers of all time and an incredible three-point shooter. And I'm not sure Ferguson is that good, either one of those two skills. And we'll mm-hmm. see. Yeah. And kind of his ceiling at this point, I guess, is a 3 and D wing. Uh, some people have touted him as a good defender. I, I Honestly, I just have so many questions. And I feel like we might, we'll might learn more when he plays in the summer league and through training camp and stuff like that. But I just feel like, like who knows what's going to happen with this guy. Yeah, I mean, that's like, I really don't want to have too many strong takes because it's just hard to know based off his high school career and playing limited minutes in Australia. I mean, he didn't defend much there, but why would he at that age? He needs right. to get a lot stronger. I mean, I think his upside is pretty high. His, I mean, his theoretical upside is really high because maybe he can create his own shot. Mm-hmm. I mean, he looks very smooth and fluid out there. He's not a bad dribbler. Maybe he gets, I think to me he's a classic one-year in the G League guy. I'd be surprised if he played next season in the NBA. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't seem like there's a spot in the Thunder I mean, I guess the path to him playing for the Thunder is if they let Robertson go, if somebody offers Robertson like way too much money and then Doug McDermott slides in as the starter and then like you can't play Kyle Singler NBA minutes ever again, then maybe you just throw Terrence in there and see what he can do. But I think beyond that, I I don't know that I see him playing for the Thunder next I mean, year either. If his shot is real, which, I mean, he didn't shoot that well in Australia, but once again, small role, limited minutes. It feels like his floor is probably a brainus. I mean, he can't be worse on defense, so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's a good comp. Do you think, here's here's why I did not want the Thunder to take him. He's 186. Like, he's so, so skinny. Do you think that he'll ever play the three? Because that's, that's my concern for him is that he's just a two, and the Thunder already have twos, and I don't I don't know where he fits in unless they trade Victor Oladipo here in the next couple of years. I just don't know where he plays. I mean, I think Ben Shooter, I don't, I don't know. Uh, he should get bigger. He's, what, he's 18, 19. He should get bigger. I mean, whether he's a three or not, the league is getting smaller. If he's a 200, 205, he'll be okay. I'm not sure he's ever going to be a starter in the NBA, but if he becomes an NBA player, it's a solid pick at 21. It's not a pick I would have made, but I didn't watch Terrence that much. I mean, how could I? It's just hard. Yeah. It's really hard to say. That guy is harder than I Yeah. He's probably the hardest guy, in my opinion, to kind of evaluate in the first round because at least you get to see you get to see footage from other guys. I think there's data on all these other guys that makes a little bit more sense. Um, if it were me picking, I would have taken Derek White and – well, I, I, love just, Derek White. I just think that he was a perfect fit for the Thunder. I think he could come in and play backup point. He can play next to Russ if they need him to. Uh, I just like him. What what are your what are your thoughts on him? And I just I don't know. I feel like he's like the quintessential San Antonio pick. Yeah, I wrote a profile about him a couple of days ago. I mean, I think he's probably the best pick in the twenties. It's criminal with twenty nine. Yeah. He's good. Like to me, I take him over Luke Kennard right now. I went twelve. Man. Yeah, this is it was kind of a crazy draft. What what were your thoughts on the Jimmy Butler trade? I mean, my first thought was I can't believe the Timberwolves just stole Jimmy Butler. What was your reaction? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's outrageous. Like, no matter what you think of Dunn, Levine, and Markin, throw them out. Why on earth would you give up sixteen in that trade? You're giving them Jimmy Butler, right? <laughs> you know, keep all your picks. <laughs> and then you sell thirty eight. You're about to do a five year rebuild. Why are you selling picks? Right. The freaking Warriors. <laughs> it's ridiculous. 
It is, it is ridiculous. Oh, that Jordan Bell pick. Uh, I've got a buddy who's a big Oregon fan, and we were talking up Jordan Bell the day before the draft. Then he goes, I mean, and us being Thunder fans, like it hurts that much more for him to be at the Warriors because that dude can play. Like he could come in and play today. I wanted him. I mean, he could come in and play yeah. backup center for the Thunder. Like, I don't know. that. He's taking McAdoo's spot for sure. I don't think McAdoo's going to stick in the, on the Warriors anymore. Looney too. He'll take both those guys' spots. Yeah, he's legit. He's legit. Who is your Who is your favorite second round pick? Um, maybe excluding Jordan Bell. Um, I used to an article about this, but my brain is like fried right now. I know. <laughs> I like Evans a lot. I like yeah. Bell. I like Jonah Bolden. He was really good. So four guys I really like were Evans, Bell, Bolden, the Philadelphia. I think he was a first rounder for sure. And then I really like Sterling Brown in Milwaukee. To me, he's a like a very Brogdonish kind of guy. He's mm-hmm. really smart, great shooter, very tough. It's uh, Sham Brown's younger brother. Not yeah. quite athletic, but a much higher IQ player. I think he'll be good against them. Those four picks, I think, really were. Juwan Evans will be really good in L.A. Like, if Chris Paul stays there and Evans can learn with Chris Paul for two years, he's going to be a real player. Oh, man. Why did, why did Juwan fall? He's a local guy to us because he played at Oklahoma State. I watched almost all his minutes. Like, like he's legit. Why, why did he fall? Um, I mean, obviously, A, lack of size, and then like, the concern about his finishing ability. Mm-hmm. He missed a lot of shots at the rim, so he has to get better at that. And a small guy can't have any holes in this game. There's also concern if he can beat switches in the NBA, whether he's like an uber elite athlete. To me, he's more than fast than us. I thought he was. I had him first-round pick for sure. I was surprised. So. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was surprised as well. Um yeah, I mean, like a guy. I mean, I think you gave like the the Tyler Lydon pick. Like you gave it a pretty good grade, but I I don't know. I'd rather I'd rather take a flyer on a guy like Jawan um, than a guy like him. Oh, that was funny. So like, I didn't realize this, but in my mind, the B is a bad grade. Like, I really <laughs> I was raised to say B is bad. Like, okay, like at least you didn't get a C. But my family growing up, B was not something to be proud of. Everyone was like, oh, you're getting so many Bs. I'm like, that's not good. Yeah. I'm going to be, but whatever. I wouldn't like it at all. Yeah. No, I mean, okay. and it's and it's funny because I saw your scores for the Thunder. I read your article this morning. I saw your, your scores for the Thunder. I, I saw a C for the value and the, a B for the pick. I'm like, oh, that's okay. And then I saw your tweet later on your grading scale where like C is is bad and B is okay. I was like, oh, Who great. Who wants to get a C, right? Who wants to get a C? So, I guess I guess it's all relative, but I, I'm with you. That's that's kind of how my parents raised me too. But um, that's funny. Uh, let's see. In, were, were there any surprises other than like the Jimmy Butler trade? Any other surprises? I, do you see the Zach Collins fit with the Blazers? Like I like Zach Collins a lot. I think that dude is legit. But I I don't I don't necessarily see the fit there. Yeah, I mean they were in a tough spot. Their their roster's already full, mm-hmm. and they. They got a like a hundred forty million payroll. They're not very good. I was a little surprised they didn't just sell off some of their players. Those picks, like their payroll is grotesque. Yeah, like they got to pay Nurkic still, and they're already at one forty million for a forty two win team. They're screwed. So they're kind of screwed. Yeah. I like Paul. He's a good player, but yeah, I don't think he can play four anymore. He's probably a starting five in the league, but you already have Nurkic, so I get it. Like you don't want to have three first round picks in your roster. So, consolidating is smart. But they've got some contracts, man. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, let's we have a few questions from some listeners, and then we'll be done. 
um, from C.G. Stevens. How many ownership groups are their current number one goal is to win a title? It's a good question. I mean, not that many, I don't think. Yeah. But I don't know. You know, I mean, my guess is the goal of a team is to make money and be competitive. That's my assumption. Yeah, I would guess like four right now, <laughs> maybe. I mean, Cleveland wants to win a title for sure. Yeah. Our teams, like, once you're in that position, let's go for a title, but they're not thinking on a day-to-day basis, how do I build a championship team, if that makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you, if you look into LeBron James or Kevin Durant, it becomes, okay, we're in title mode. But your average NBA team, 50 wins, a foul, a starter stadium, make the playoffs, you know, raise franchise value. Don't do things stupid. That's kind of the mentality. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to kind of modify this question. It's from Thunder underscore fan 2000. What, do you think that Ferguson will play over or under 200 minutes in the NBA next year? Next year? Ooh. If everyone OKC is healthy, probably under. But yeah. who knows, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's right. I think that but he he's, doesn't really matter though. I wouldn't worry about that either way. Like, who cares? Watch his G League stuff. See if he does well. Mm-hmm. But I put it here is kind of irrelevant. Yeah, uh, this is from Thunder Scoop. Do you see any Will Barton and Terrence Ferguson? Ooh, I like Will Barton a lot. Hard to say because Will Barton was a great college player, mm-hmm. and Barton can create and pass. And Ferguson never hits back this year, so. Athletically, sure, but skill set wise, it's just hard to say. Yeah. Uh, do you see, this is from Cole Prophet, do you see Darren Collison as a potential backup point guard for the Thunder? Yeah, I mean, he's a decent player. I wonder how much money he's going to get. I guess with the Kings drafting Fox, he'll probably be walking somewhere. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't spend too much money on him, but he's a good player. He's better than Samaj Christian, that's for sure. That's a pretty low bar for some yeah, uh, Are there they any? Might have, might have won less the MVP having a bad backup. So there's that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, do, are there any undrafted point guards are, that are worth anything out there? Oh gosh, probably. I gotta look. Um, I don't know who is. I don't even honestly. I'm so it's been such a long day. Probably. I have to look at the list. There's some undrafted guys who are good for sure. I like Cam Oliver a lot. I think he already guy, got picked the guy, up. The guy I was talking about, yeah. The guy Kobe Simmons from Arizona. He's got a lot of talent. Mm-hmm. And then the other guys I really like was Deontay Burton from Iowa State and Nigel Hayes from Wisconsin. I think those guys could all stick somewhere. Yeah, I saw Kobe Simmons got uh, picked up by the Grizzlies this morning. Yeah, he's got talent, man. He doesn't want to play yet. But for, he's not like Terrence Ferguson. Like, to me, those guys are kind of the same. Which I think says more about Simmons not being drafted than Ferguson being drafted. But he's yeah. got a lot of talent. Yeah. Do you do you think that the Thunder went for a guy like Ferguson as more of a fit? Uh, because I I would assume you if you draft like Semi Ojale or you draft OG Ananobi that they probably play the four. And I kind of look at that as a nod to like Jeremy Grant and Sabonis. What do you think about that? I think. At, when you're at 21, you just draft the guy you think is going to be good because most of those guys that spot don't even stick in the league. My assumption is they went, but they went on the board. I don't, I don't know. They did a pretty good job drafting, so I assume they did their diligence and Ferguson. It's just hard, but I would assume it was purely best player available. Yeah. Uh, what are your 
so Andre Robertson's up for he's a restricted free agent. Uh, I have I, I've become more confused about what I think his market is. What what do you think his market is? What what do you expect him to get this summer? I mean, it's been a while. He's kind of here. They'll probably get that somewhere. It's just tough. it's tough because he's one of those guys who's really good in the regular season, but then as you get deeper into the playoffs, it's just really tough. I think he'll get ten a year stuck in Oklahoma City, at least ten. Which I mean, he's a starter, so he has to get at least ten a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, who do you who do you like out of the Thunder's young guys the most? Sabrinas, Sabonis, or Jeremy Grant? You know, I really like the bonus in college. I think he's one of those guys, if he'd come into the league like 10 years ago, it'd be awesome. I think he'd be a good NBA player, but Grant's probably the guy who's uh, kind of the best modern player. I like Grant a lot. He should have played more in the playoffs, I thought. Yeah, I agree. He put he he played a really good role for the Thunder, and I can see him being the backup or even I could – if if they really like him, I, I I see a fit with him next to Stephen Adams. Even if he if his shooting is real, do you, do you think his shooting yeah, is real? Yeah, I was gonna say. I was to say he's young enough. Maybe his brother can try to shoot. I don't know. If it is, he's gonna be really good player. Yeah, yeah, he he's gonna be really good. Uh, Jonathan, thanks so much for your time today. We can follow you on Twitter at Jonathan Sharks. We can read. You have your draft grades already up on theringer.com. I'm sure you guys are already reading The Ringer, but if you're not, you need to go check out The Ringer. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right, thanks, and have a good one. Big thanks to Jonathan Sharks of The Ringer for coming on the show. If you guys could do me a favor and go to his Twitter page and say, Jonathan, thank you for being on Down to Dunk. I mean, he really didn't have to do that. He took time out of his busy day to come be on our show, which was great. So please go thank him for doing that. And now you can hear the fan reaction from our live podcast and our draft party at Anthem Brewing now. Good evening and welcome to episode three, eight, two of Down to Dunk. Oh my. We are live at Anthem Brewing, their tap room, and we've got maybe 100 people here. Oh my, there's a lot of people. Listening to us live. Hey, give a hand for yourselves. Thank you for being here. We want to say thank you for being here, and we also want to say thank you to Anthem Brewing. We also want to say thank you to Chicken Express. They had some free food here. It was great. Free food. Completely gone. We ate, we ate all of it because it was so good. We also want to say thank you to Oklahoma T-Shirt Company. They were here. They brought us. We have stickers for you guys. If you want stickers, we have stickers. We have a few T-shirts that I'll be throwing out later. And we want to say thank you. But most of all, thank you to you guys for coming out tonight. Thank you. So the Thunder are going to pick soon. So we have the 20th pick coming up. When it happens... To be a part of the show, I want you guys to feel free to boo, cheer, react in any way that you want to. This is all about you. Just make it all about you, okay? Yes, we want your reactions. We want to know how you feel about it. So the rumor is that the Thunder are going to take Frank Jackson. How do you guys feel about that? Yeah, he's, he's rumored as a second rounder. I don't, I don't see how any way that you guys could feel really good about this inside of you. Uh, he's a guard. I, I would say that I understand it, 
but I don't love it. Like, I think if OG Ananobi is at 21 and the Thunder don't take him, things could get weird here in a few minutes. Like, I am not, I am not excited for that prospect. So, Andrew, why are you not excited? Why am I not excited about Frank Jackson? Because he's rumored to be like a, a 36 pick? 35. 35? 35th pick? Who wants the 35th pick at 21? Does anybody? Raise your hand if you want it. We got one. We got one. We got one person. Okay. Nope. We don't even have one. By the way, thank you to Anthem Brewing Company for having us out tonight at their tap room. It is the best. This is great. Can't say enough nice things about him. Thunder's pick is up. First pick in the NBA draft, the Oklahoma City Thunder select Terrence Ferguson. Andrew. Keep Andrew, booing. Andrew, what does that mean? It means the Thunder took one of the rawest guys in the league. Uh, I, I, I guess I get it. The guy's 6'7". He's got some length. He can shoot the ball. The dude can't put the ball on the floor at all. Like, he kind of sucks. It's okay to boo about the guy kind of sucking. He's a blue. This is this is a blue player. I'm very disappointed because I think the Thunder could have gotten somebody that could come in and help this next year. I think OG plays next year. I think Simi Ojale plays next year. I think Derek White plays next year. I'm so sorry that I talked a lot of you into Derek White. I just want to go ahead and apologize for that because um, Derek White is great. Uh, Terrence Ferguson, I get it. The dude's got. He has crazy upside. Like he's he can jump out of the gym. He can shoot the ball. But my thing with him is that I think he's a two. I think he's a two guard. They have uh, two guards that are already there in place. I don't know where he plays. And I think that he plays across the street with the Oklahoma City Blue this next season, which is highly disappointing. Feel free to boo. Feel free to just cry. If anybody wants to cry into the microphone, you can come up and grab Luke's mic and just cry. We have an extra Um, mic. Cry into the extra mic. I know there's people that like him. I know there's people that like him. I'm... I'm not a fan of Terrence Ferguson. So he, he is from Tulsa. He was born in Tulsa. He played overseas this past summer. So he was like a highly recruited guy. He played overseas in Australia. He did not impress in Australia. Uh, he doesn't have great footwork. But like this, the reason Sam Presti took him is because he's all potential. Like this guy has all the potential. You look at the rest of the draft, there's not another guy that has the potential of a Terrence Ferguson. And that's how, you, that's how you talk yourself into it. But the problem is, Russell Westbrook's ready to win now. Like, Russell Westbrook wants to play now, and you're going to draft a guy who's 19, not ready to play, going to play for the blue. I don't get it. I don't get it. He's not Frank Jackson, though. We don't have to talk about Frank Jackson anymore. Maybe that's, like the, that's the best thing about Terrence Ferguson is that we don't have to talk about Frank Jackson. Uh, I get the pick. He's big. He's long. Whatever. Like, he's super skinny. The dude weighs 186. You know what? I weigh 186. I'm not (laughs) 6'7". I weigh 186 pounds on the scale, okay? The dude is so, so skinny. And I just don't, don't... I don't see him playing for the Thunder this next season. 
And you know what? I've been wrong. I thought Steven Adams wouldn't play for the Thunder. So don't take... I, I, I would be gladly wrong. Like, if Terrence Ferguson could come in and play backup three, I would be glad to be wrong. But I just think... Okay. I think he's too skinny. Let's talk about that. Let's talk a little bit about that. Who is someone in the past in a draft you were wrong about? I was wrong about Steven Adams. We had, a, we had a live draft when we had about 45 listeners. And we turn the draft pod off because they took Stephen Adams because I was so pissed about it. Um, so I was wrong about that. I was actually really excited for Cameron Payton, so I was really wrong about that too. So uh, I, I'm not, I'm, I don't know. I think that he could work out, but he's a guy that works out next year or he works out the season beyond that. Uh, he's a guy who has a high ceiling, but he's got one of the lowest floors in the draft. Okay. Like this, guy, this guy could be... He could be a 3 and D guy that could be like he he could actually win the slam dunk contest. Like here's where this guy is fun is that he's this rookie that comes out of nowhere and he can come in and be in the slam dunk contest. That's what you should be most excited about. But I don't think he plays. I don't think he plays. Feel free to boo again if you want. Why did they pick him? The question is why do you think Sam Presti picked Terrence Ferguson? I think it's all about potential. I think Sam Presti takes the long view on everything. I think that it's one of his greatest attributes, and I also think it's one of his worst attributes as a GM. Is that why does he why does he hate Russell Westbrook? <laughs> it's a great question. Uh, I-